you know, I was part of the statistics of uh, teenage pregnancy. Uh, I was 14 when I fell pregnant and then gave birth at 15, at age 15. So obviously, you know, when I got saved and transitioning now into working in holiness. Hi there. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode on the Set Apart Life podcast. I am so excited to welcome today's guest and I hope that you are encouraged and stirred by their testimony. Be blessed. Hey, Asi. Hi. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I'm good. By the grace of God, I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm so excited to have you on today's episode. I've been trying to get you on, but the devil has been fighting us. It's It's been quite a challenge, but, you know, God always prevails. And, yeah, I'm so excited for today's episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. We bless God. Thank you so much. Without wasting any time, let's get, you know, let's just introduce who are you? Who is Asanda? People who don't know you may be listening to this. Who is Asanda? Yeah, okay. Okay, first of all, my name is Asanda, as you've already mentioned, being my surname. I am a born-again child of God above all else. I I love Jesus. I am in love with the Lord. I, yeah, um, I am from a small town called Matatiela, but currently residing in PE. Um, yeah, that's just about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I answered your question correctly. Yes, you did. Small town girl. <laughs> well, um, and thank you so much, Asi, for introducing yourself. That's a good foundation to build on. And, you know, this podcast, as we've spoken, is about sharing testimonies of, you know, how we've overcome, how good God has been. Um, yeah. So today, will you share a bit about your journey and your testimony with us? Sure. No problem. Okay. Where do we even begin? Okay. Like I've already mentioned that there's a lot, you know, to share. Mm-hmm um but uh, I, I, we will focus on the aspect of holiness you know the bible does say that without holiness no one will see god okay so but holiness is so broad so i'm just going to take the, the the piece of sexual purity you know i'm just going to give a testimony in in my journey with god in that regard so I got born again as a teenager. I believe I was 16. If, yes, I was 16 at the time. Um, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. We got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And by the grace of God, we were able to, you know, live a life of being sexually pure. Because when I, when I got saved, I was already sexually active. So when I, I I met Christ or when I encountered Christ, all that came to an end, you know, because I wanted to live, you know, in, in, in all holiness. And so for um, a couple of years, this living in purity, enjoying my walk with God, enjoying my salvation. And then there came a time when I believe I was in my, you know, hitting my early 20s. And then I started... Um, I I I I I backslid it, you know, um, and then I I I I started engaging again in sexual activities. One of which it was unplanned. It 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 would you know happen. It was so unplanned, but I'd find myself in such situations where the flesh would have dominance, and I won't lie. For years I struggled, you know, for some time I I I struggled because what would happen is. 
I would find myself in that situation. I would repent. And then I find myself back at it again. I find myself back at it a few months down the line, back at it again. I repent. And then a few months down the line, same story. And this went on up until I decided that, no, man, I can't continue to live like this because my lifestyle is out here contradicting what I'm preaching, you know, to people. And so I found someone who's older than me and who's more spiritually mature than I was. And I confessed the whole entire thing, you know, as to what was happening and everything. The Bible says that um, confess your sins to one another and then pray for one another. So I took the step of confessing everything, even though I feared being judged, even though I feared, you know, being looked at in another manner. But by the grace of God, the person that I went to actually understood. She did not condone my behavior, but, you know, she understood and, and, and she prayed with me. And she walked with me up until I was able to stand back on my feet again. Um, so I, I, in that particular aspect, I have seen the hand of God in my life, you know, even when there are times when I feel like slipping back again, but the grace of God always, you know, sustains me. It is the Bible that says that the grace of God teaches us to say no to, to ungodliness. So I have definitely seen the hand of God. Um, in that regard, in, 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 the, in the matter of, of, of sexual purity and in all other aspects. You know, the Bible does say without, you know, um, holiness, we will not see God. And that can be also challenging for you, especially because I'm, people were not maybe familiar with the story that before you got saved, you'd actually had a child. I think that also adds a dynamic of um, walking into that season. Can you share a bit more about how that also impacted you know, your walk in this um, aspect of holiness. Okay, sure. Yes, yes. As, as, as you've already mentioned that when I got saved, I already had a child. You know, I was part of the statistics of uh, teenage pregnancy. Uh, I was 14 when I felt pregnant and then gave birth at 15, at age 15. So obviously, you know, when I got saved and transitioning now into working in holiness, it, it, it first became um, a bit of a strange thing because I, you know, I was not used to it. But like I've already mentioned that the grace of God sustained me. And also, very important, the people around me, the people that I surrounded myself with um, were people who were living the same lifestyle that I was, which was one of holiness and of purity. So they helped me to to um to um, to, to to walk um in, in 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 this holiness and so you know with having a child and trying to live a holy life you find comments such as um why do you bother you know don't you think it's already too late for you to start saying that you want to live a life of sexual of 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 of, of sexual purity you know um um you already have a child it's too late but you know with god it's never the case where it's where mm -hmm. it's too late the Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. And I have literally seen God in that particular regard, you know, where he says that um, people, um, when, when he says that you, when a person is in Christ, they're a new creation. There are people who, who literally get surprised and they say to me, are you sure that you have a child? Because you certainly don't look like someone who does. I'm not sure how people who have children look like, but people are usually surprised, you know. So, yeah, um, the, the people that I surrounded myself with 
helped me in 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 in, in transitioning into this life of um, living a sexually pure life and the life of holiness. Hmm. Yeah, sis, that is it's quite a journey, hey. Um, yeah. but I, I to personally know you as well, to see you grow in that aspect and live the life that you're living now is a testament to God's, you know, um, power and how God really can, you know, transform and impact someone's life. And, you know, when I think of um, your story and that season, I think of, you know, it's how to navigate that space, knowing that you want to please God, but also trying to shag off like, you know, your old life. How did you navigate that, you know, season? Of, because now, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I want to live a life that pleases God. But also my flesh, this isn't a previous season that I've been in, you know. How did you navigate that space? Oh, okay. Look, I navigated that space in the manner of, look, you, you, I, 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 especially as young people, we need to be mindful of the things that, number one, we listen to, <clears throat> excuse me, the things that we watch, you know, things that stimulate the flesh. The Bible says that, I'm, I'm going to quote the Bible a lot because, you know, that's what I live by. The Bible says that when when the flesh, you know, the works of the flesh are clear, it speaks then about sexual immorality and so forth and so forth and so forth and so forth, jealousy and all that. So how I navigated that was I, I since I knew, you know, the things that stimulate the flesh and I, I was familiar with that environment and so forth, I shined away I shined away from things that would cause me to backslide you know things that would stimulate you know my mind my, my mind body and everything else because what would happen with me i would get a thought you know an impure thought and of course if you entertain this thought it eventually leads you to acting upon upon it and the devil is so opportunistic you know he's, he's an opportunist that one so when he sees that you are entertaining certain thoughts in your mind, he then creates opportunities for you. You know, I'll make an example. If I'm uh, if I'm out here entertaining a thought of of you know of of engaging you know with the guy, of sleeping with the guy, the next thing the enemy will present an opportunity where the guy will want you. <laughs> you know, someone will someone who's your type, if I may say. Will, will 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 want you and then the next thing that that's going to happen you're going to entertain this person and the more you entertain this person you're gonna you're gonna um find yourself in an awkward position with this person where the flesh will then have dominance and then boom that's it you know that's how it goes so how i navigated it was um i i i am rather cautious of the things that i feed my mind of the things that I listen to of the things that I watch. Um, there are things that I stay away from for the for the sake of living a life that's pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sis, that is is so true to be careful what we take in and our thoughts. It makes me think you're right, you know, the devil's an opportunist, you know, and the one thing about the devil is he doesn't tempt you with something that doesn't tempt you. You yeah. know? True. He knows exactly where to hit you. 
And that's mm. the thing. You'll always present something that you desire. Like um, I think of count a counterfeit, something that is fake. And you know what makes a counterfeit so so attractive is that it looks like the real thing, but it isn't the real thing, you know, because God knows at the end of the day why, you know, he wants to look pure lies to wait. Um, because that's the thing, a counterfeit guys, it, it looks like exactly like the thing you want, you thought of. That, you know, you're like, this is what I want, you know, it must be like this. And then he presents it to you exactly how you want it. And that's what makes it so attractive. It's it's something fake that looks like the real thing. And, you know, often we, we fall into that because we couldn't wait to get the real thing. So that is very true. The devil uses that opportunity of your thought pattern, your desires to give you what you want, knowing that it is the very thing that will destroy you because you don't have the patience to wait for the, the real thing, you know. So you make me think that yeah no it definitely is and you know that season can be quite difficult is there a specific verse that had kept you in that season what anchored you in that season you know to keep going to keep you know journeying in this journey of purity actually there is <laughs> in the book of hebrews i believe it's chapter 11 yes hebrews chapter 11 verse is five yes it says that by faith Enoch walked with God. Um, other translations say that Enoch walked in close fellowship with God and he pleased God, you know. So I was mind blown, obviously, about this verse when I saw it. And then I took a decision that I want to live a life that is pleasing to God. You know, I want to please God. I want, I, I aspire that, I um, still do, I still aspire that when the heavens look at me and, the, and my way and, 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 and my manner of conduct, there's a verse that says, live a life worthy of your calling for you have been mm -hmm. called by God. I want the heavens, you know, to, 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 to say we are pleased with that one, you know, with the way, with the manner that she conducts herself. Indeed, she, she conducts herself in a manner that, that shows that she's an ambassador. You know, she's our ambassador. Um, um, the, the, if, if I may take you to, to, to Job, you know, a way where, where the devil was, was conversating with God and, and the devil said, and God says to the, the, to the devil, have you seen Job, my servant? There is none like him on the earth. So what kept me in that season was the conscious decision that I had made of wanting to live a life that is pleasing to God. You know, as much as the temptations were there, and look, the devil would tempt you with things that, yeah, that, that would literally tempt you. But wanting to live a life that is pleasing to God kept me going. And another thing that also kept me going are the people in my life that hold me accountable. Um, I would have, I have people that I would run to whenever I felt weak that, hey, there's some that I, I'm currently feeling like this, this and that right now. Please pray with me. And the person would literally pray with me, you know, and check up on me. And, 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 you know, we would remind each other as to why we are living this life in the first place. So that's what kept me going. The verse that um, Enoch walked with God and he pleased God. That, that's, that, that's what kept me going on a daily basis. It's what that still keeps me going even to this day. Hmm. To walk closely with God and to please God. Sure. Mm -hmm. Whatever, say. Eh? Um yeah. and if you know if someone's listening to this podcast, I see, and 
they are in the same situation as you or you know maybe on this journey wanting to afraid to come to christ because of the life they are living or they feel like they don't have the strength you know to turn over a new leaf how would you encourage you know that sister to walk into the season look, look you know what um sometimes we, we tend to complicate this thing this whole salvation thing it's it's whereas God has made it very easy, um, in the sense of you come to Jesus, you know, come to Jesus. If 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 you are living a life that you know is not pleasing to God, you want to change, but you don't know how to change. Just come to Jesus. Um, let Him deal with it. You know, it's His problem as to how He's going to deal with it. He He has the Holy Spirit to 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 assist you through it all. There's, there's a hymn that the Methodists um, sing, um, it's a closer hymn, where it says that, okay, in closer it says that, which translates that the Holy Spirit is the one who makes the believers holy, you know? So what I would advise that the person who's in, who's in that particular situation, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come to him as you are. Listen, I, I, I started changing for the better once I had received Christ. I didn't change and then, take, I mean, and then accepted Christ, but I accepted Christ and then Christ started working within me and changing me. So just come to Christ as you are. You don't have to stop doing things on your own. I promise you that the minute that you accept Christ and you start having fellowship with him, you will lose all appetite for sin. You, I promise you, you will lose it. What made me have appetite for sin was when I started, you know, lacking in fellowship with him, lacking in prayer, lacking in reading, in the, lacking in reading the word of God and so forth. So for you, what I would say is just come to Christ, accept him as your Lord and Savior, and he will do the rest. He will bring the people that you will need along this journey of working a life that is pleasing to God. When in jail, all you, all you have to do is just come to Christ and Christ will then handle the rest. You don't have to figure anything out on your own. He's got someone, he's got the Holy Spirit, an advocate, an intercessor who will handle things on your behalf. Powerful. They will handle things on our behalf. So good, sis. You know, I think that's such an encourager to hear someone who's walked such a journey and to still be speaking, you know, because sometimes you start a journey, but you don't finish it. But um, you're walking this journey and you're still on it and you're still holding on to the faith, you know, and that's for me is, is very encouraging. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I don't take it lightly. Um, thank you for being so vulnerable. I know that's not an easy, you know, area to be vulnerable in. And I hope this can also encourage someone who might be in that season who's struggling to speak out about this area of their life, to seek that accountability. Because as you said, as soon as you started seeking that accountability and actually having a relationship is when things changed. So thank you for that. Right, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for providing an opportunity to, to share my testimony. Hi there. Thank you for staying to the end of this episode. I trust that that testimony has encouraged and blessed you. If you are someone who's listening to this episode and has not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, or 
you have in the past but would like to recommit your life, the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you would like to make that decision today, please say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Today, I come to the cross and receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. From this day forward, I will serve him with all of my heart, soul, and body. From this moment forward, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Amen. Congratulations on making the best decision that you have ever made. Please click the link in the show notes which will take you to the Bible Project which will provide you with free resources on how to grow your relationship in Christ. Be blessed.